to Champions League show on the Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is doing everything they can to help hashtags DJ only cash big. Use the promo code SGP for a 50% deposit bonus. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use the promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's ThriveFantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. And finally, we're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just get over to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. You are listening to your Champions League show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. Follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. And also check out my website, lockbetting.com, where clients have just had their 90th consecutive month of tracked profit. Don't know exactly how much profit we made yet in November as I'm recording this on the final day. We still have some pending plays, but I'll be talking more about that on the EPL show this week. What I can tell you, though, is we are coming off a free show here, the fight show, where I gave you the biggest lock in the history of the sports gambling podcast, somewhere between 10 and 12 to 1 on the draw this weekend on Tyson and Roy Jones Jr., and we look to continue that momentum going with the locks this weekend. Some of the shows will be needing to bounce back from the Bundesliga loss, lock loss this weekend. And the EPL show went one and one. Obviously, overall, the total for the season is strong. But we want to bounce back where we don't drop locks. But obviously, the fight show lock compensated for all that being t- between 10 and 12 to 1 in places. But our strongest lot records this season are coming from the Champions League and the Europa League. And those are over at lockbetting.com. What we do here is that we break down a selection of key games, so six or seven games. What we do over at Lock Betting is we cover every single game from Tuesday, close out with a lock. We look at every single game from Wednesday and close out with a lock. And we look at every single game from the Europa League on Thursday and close out with a lock. And so far this season, our record is 12-1 and with the locks, and we are doing very, very well with our leans. So having an extremely strong season with the Champions League and the Europa League and all of our official plays. And to get those plays, sign up at lockbetting.com. There is no better time. I was telling you guys at the weekend, don't sign up because you'll be charged for November. Just follow my leans on the SGP shows. 
and of course the NFL show which comes out on the dirty sheet so just follow the leans but now it's the start of the month there is no better time to sign up because it's Tuesday December the 1st as you're listening to this and you'll get the entire month from the 1st of December to the 31st that will be all of the Champions League shows for match day 5 and match day 6 all of the EPL Christmas program all of the European soccer tennis UFC college uh, college basketball and of course the end of the NFL regular season and much, much more. No better time to sign up for lockbetting.com than the beginning of the month, which is now. Today is the best day of all to sign up for lockbetting.com. So let's move on here with the Champions League show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast and break down the selection of key games that I have picked out. Let's begin here with Atletico Madrid at home to Bayern Munich, where some of you may be surprised to see Atletico as 11-10 favourites. It's 13-5 to the draw, and it's 14-5 to on Bayern. I told my clients to get on this last week, because Atletico Madrid failed to secure qualification to the next round at home to Lokomotiv Moscow. They were held to a 0-0 draw, which was very disappointing, meaning that they need to win one of their next two games in order to secure qualification, because there is still a chance that either Lokomotiv Moscow or RB Salzburg can get through. But I picked this one out as the game that Atletico would win as opposed to going away to Salzburg, which is a difficult place to go to and winning because Bayern Munich have got a 100% record. And I pretty much figured out what is now fact that Bayern Munich will be leaving a lot of players at home. They are in desperate need of a rest and won't be putting out a full team here against Atletico when there's absolutely no need. The group is 100%. One, they have a 100% record and nobody can catch them here in this group. There is no need to exert your players for no reason. Plus, over the last few weeks, Bayern Munich haven't been looking great for Bayern Munich by Bayern Munich standard. Getting a draw in the league against Werder Bremen, struggling to a 3-1 win against Salzburg and coming from behind against Stuttgart at the weekend. That's good for any other team, but for Bayern Munich, it's a little bit lacklustre. So this is a really good opportunity to freshen up and this is equally a really good opportunity for Atletico to get a win. There's actually value here at this price at 11-10 to 10 because it's Atletico Madrid's strongest team against a significantly understrength Bayern Munich team. Up next, we're looking at Liverpool here at home to Ajax. Where Liverpool are the four to six favourites, it's ten to three to draw, and it's ten to three on Ajax. Last week, it looked like Liverpool had this group well and truly won, and they should win this group still. They only really need one win, and if they don't get it here against Ajax, they're guaranteed almost to get it away to Michelin. But the defeat against Atalanta was worrying because Atalanta aren't having their best season at the moment. They lost again at the weekend at home 2-0 to Verona, yet they came to Anfield and looked a far better team. And this coming off the back of losing 5-0 to the same Liverpool team a few weeks earlier. So that was worrying for Liverpool. It's worrying here because Ajax are more than capable of scoring some goals. And uh, this could be a little bit of a shootout here for me because this Liverpool defence is very, very patched up at the moment. And they're coming off a disappointing result against Brighton at the weekend. That was one of our locks. We were robbed, 100% robbed of a 2-0 EPL lock sweep at the weekend. 
Liverpool had two goals disallowed. One was a perfectly good goal in the first half through Mo Salah. And then Brighton were giving a penalty where nobody on commentary, none of the experts could understand how Brighton were giving that penalty via VAR. VAR is completely fucking up the game, especially the Premier League. It's becoming unwatchable for some people. I've heard loads and loads of people talking about how it's completely ruined their enjoyment of the game and something really needs to be done about it. So Liverpool coming off the back of that. And here, as I said, Ajax are a team who are very, very, very free scoring. We took Ajax in an over over at lockbetting.com this weekend. And it wouldn't surprise me at all to see Ajax coming here and scoring one or two goals and pushing Liverpool to a draw. I do think Liverpool will end up winning this game because they are better than Ajax here, even with the injuries. Ajax are a team, of course, should have got to a Champions League final a few years ago, but blew it at the last minute, the last hurdle against Tottenham. They won 1-0 at Tottenham, were 2-0 up in the home leg and ended up losing 3-2. Absolutely heartbreaking loss. That Ajax team has ended up selling loads of their players. So whereas Ajax are still held in high esteem, and that's because they always manage to recycle, they always manage to bring new players through all of the time. But this still isn't the Ajax team that were the semi-finalists a few years back. So I like both teams to score here, tacked on with the over 2.5 goals. You can get that here around about 10 to 11. My lean would be on Liverpool getting this done because that defeat against Atalanta was Liverpool's first home defeat since 2017. This is still a Liverpool team who won the Premier League last year with 18 home wins from 19 and one draw. So this is still a strong, strong Liverpool team who you cannot write off. And they are still a team that are better than Ajax. I think it's going to be very difficult, though, in the later stages of this competition when you are coming up against real, real top teams and you're facing them without the likes of Joe Gomez, Virgil van Dijk or Trent Alexander-Arnold. I would expect maybe Trent and possibly Gomez to be back by then. Of course, Van Dijk's out for the remainder of the season. But with all of these key injuries at the moment, it's going to be a difficult Christmas period for Liverpool. And it gives a real chance to teams like Tottenham and Chelsea to compete for the Premier League this season. Even Manchester City, if they can get their act together and build off their big win at the weekend. And even Manchester United, if they can find some consistency. It really is a wide, wide open Premier League, aided by Liverpool's injuries. But we'll talk about that on the EPL show in interesting EPL show coming up for you this week but here I lean both teams to score and the over 2.5 goals because I'm expecting a shootout but I think Liverpool will edge this one out and secure their qualification to the next round and winning the group as well. The final game I'm going to look at here is a key one because it could see the end of Inter Milan's Champions League campaign this season. It's Borussia Mönchengladbach at home to Inter, where Gladbach are the 2-1 underdogs, even though they lead this group. It's 11-4 the draw, and it's 5-4 here on Inter. Not very generous odds here on Inter Milan to win this group. I guess it is a must-win situation, so they're expecting people to bet on this anyway. But this is a Gladbach team who've done very, very well so far in this competition. Two wins, two draws, sitting top of the group with eight points. Six points clear of Inter, so if Gladbach get anything from this game, they will qualify at the expense of Inter Milan. Uh, only Brian Munich have scored more goals than Gladbach's 14 Champions League goals this season, although that has been massively aided 
by routing Shakhtar Donetsk twice in the last couple of rounds. Um, Inter have conceded two or more in three of their four games in this competition. And when these two teams played in Milan, they did end up playing out a 2-2 draw. The odds of doing that again is 14-1, to and I do think that is quite generous. And you're looking at the team totals here as well. Um, Gladbach to score over 1.5 goals is available at 5-4. to four, And Inter Milan to score over 1.5 goals is available at even money. I would lean the Inter one there. Just simply because Inter Milan really, really need to win this game. And rather than taking him here at 5-4, to four, I would rather take them to score over 1.5 goals. Because that does give you the security of Gladbach scoring two goals. And you've already cashed if Inter score two goals as opposed to needing Inter to score three goals to win and only getting that at five to four. I think I'm happy here to take Inter to score two. And if they win with that, they win. They win this game 2-1 and they keep themselves alive. But if they score two goals and don't win, we're not bothered because we've already cashed here with over 1.5 goals, over 1.5 team goals here at even money with Inter Milan. I do think that will be enough. I think this will be a tighter game with Munchen Gladbach knowing that they can come away here with a draw and knock Inter out. But I think once Inter get the initial breakthrough, it will open the game up and um, we'll see these two teams going at it. And probably at that point of the game is where you'll see things cash like both teams to score over 2.5 and over 1.5 into team goals. That's the pattern of play that I'm expecting. Obviously, it can all go out of the window. Munchen Gladbach can score with their first attack and then we get a wide open game anyway and Inter then get even more desperate and it gets very very wide open and then you're looking at the possibility of both teams to score and over 3.5 goals and bets of that nature but I'm expecting an open game here eventually although I think it will be tight probably for the first 25 minutes half an hour because Borussia Mönchengladbach are in a very odd position sometimes you get teams that play themselves into this somewhat advantageous position where they only need a point to to qualify but then it becomes difficult in terms of knowing how to approach the game and I think Gladbach obviously not a team of massive experience like a Real Madrid a Barcelona a Juventus a Bayern Munich who are familiar with being in situations where they need to get certain results Gladbach wouldn't have been in this position many times where they just need a point from a game in order to secure qualification to the next round of a major competition they are relatively inexperienced at this level of European football so we could see them getting nervous and this could represent a good opportunity for Inter Milan to to win this game here obviously last time these two teams went toe to toe so there really isn't much between them despite the fact that there is an eight point gap here in this Champions League campaign but if Inter can win this game they should win the final game at home to Shakhtar who are really struggling now with with Covid issues and inconsistencies in this competition so you can see Inter getting to the same points total as Borussia Mönchengladbach and then holding the head-to-head edge over them. So even though it looks unthinkable at the moment, it's not unfeasible for Gladbach to lose this game to Inter and then lose the final game at home to Real Madrid, who will, who will probably still need something from that game in order to secure qualifications. So a really, really important game here for Gladbach and they really will be desperate to take that point from it to end Inter Milan's hopes in this competition. But I like Inter Milan to score over 1.5 team goals as opposed to taking them to win this game rather than taking it 5-4. to four. I'm going to take the evens here in this one.
Moving on to Wednesday's games, we start with Dortmund here at home to Lazio. Dortmund are available at four to six, ten to three to draw, and it's nineteen to five on Lazio. This is going to be a group decider here in terms of who wins the group. I think these two teams have done enough to secure qualification through to the next round already. If you look at the group here, Group F, you'll see that Bruges are four points behind Lazio and five points behind Dortmund. If Dortmund win this game, they win the group. They end up going four points clear of Lazio themselves, so they'll be impossible to catch. And that's what I think that they'll be able to do. They need a bounce back after an awful performance losing to Cologne. Cologne were on a club record of matches without a win and they managed to end it away to Borussia Dortmund, which is a completely unacceptable result for Borussia Dortmund. We had that as a lock on the Bundesliga show. And Lazio themselves had an awful result, a home defeat, 3-1 to Udinese on Sunday. So both of these teams coming off terrible results. Perhaps they were looking ahead to this game. I'm not too sure. There will be pressure on Lazio to win their final game at home if Club Bruges manage to beat Zenit, which I think will be the case. But I do also think Lazio will end up cruising through. Both of these teams will end up going through, but it will be Dortmund that go ahead, go through, sorry, as group winners after winning this game. Um, aside from the terrible result at the weekend, Borussia Dortmund have been solid at home. Both teams have scored in all four of Lazio's games so far. Dortmund have won their last three Champions League games in a row, including two at home. Um, the hosts have won six of their last eight home games in this competition. And in particular, Erlen Haaland is in incredible form. He has scored 16 goals in just 12 appearances in the Champions League. Some of those were, of course, for Salzburg but he has hit the ground running in this season's competition. So I expect him to find a net again. And um, he's very short to do so. He's odds on four to six minus 150 to score any time in this game. So you can see how prolific he is just by how short his odds are to score in this game. But Dortmund is the pick for me straight up on the money line here at four to six in this one. Up next, we look at Man United here at home to Paris Saint-Germain, where United are the seven to four underdogs. 13 to 5 the draw and it's 7 to 5 on Paris. If Paris win this game and Leipzig do win at Istanbul earlier on in the night, then all of the three top teams in this group move to 9 points. I don't think that's going to happen though because I don't think PSG should be favourites in this game. I've watched them this season. I've watched them at the weekend against Bordeaux and this team are very, very inconsistent. At the end of last season, they seemed very organised coming out of the lockdown and they seemed very focused on winning this Champions League. They seemed defensively organised as well. And of course, when you're defensively organised and you have the likes of Di Maria, Mbappe, Neymar and players like that in your team, then you have a chance of winning a competition like the Champions League. They don't look like the same team. They look a little bit deflated by what happened last season and um, they've started this Champions League campaign flat which is why they are only on six points out of 12 so far and for them to be favourites here to win against a Man U team that's sit on nine points and have already beaten them away to Paris doesn't make much sense obviously the need for PSG here is much greater but but if they do come away here with a draw it could be a result that suits them because their final game is against Istanbul. A draw against Man United and a win against Istanbul puts PSG on to 10 points. And if Manchester United beat Leipzig in the last game or they end up having a draw, 
PSG obviously have more points than Leipzig if Leipzig lose to Man United and if they have a draw, PSG have the tiebreaker over Leipzig. But this is where it gets complicated for PSG. If they draw against Manchester United, Manchester United go through with that draw because if PSG draw to Man U and they end up beating Istanbul, they go on to 10 points along with Manchester United. And if Leipzig beat Manchester United, they go on to 12 points and they win the group. But Manchester United then have the head-to-head over PSG. So for PSG, they really do need to win this game. And if it is a draw, they'll be hoping for Manchester United to get a positive result against Leipzig. But what's lucky for PSG is that Man United will still be trying to win that game despite qualifying the group because Manchester United will still want to win the group. So it's all very, very, very complicated. As I said, there's a scenario where PSG win and all these teams end up on nine points. There's a scenario where these teams draw and Man United pretty much qualify at that point and will be trying to qualify, uh, trying to win the group in their final game. Or there's a scenario where Man United win and then PSG are in big, big trouble because they're relying on a Man United team who have already won the group, then going away and doing them a favour by winning at RB Leipzig. So very, very, very complicated situation here. I think I've explained it as well as I can. I don't even want to explain the permutations of RB Leipzig not winning away to Istanbul tomorrow and um, making that even even more complicated than it already is. But let's look at this scenario very, very simply here. Manchester United will win the group tomorrow if they can beat Paris Saint-Germain. So Man United will end up winning the group if they can beat Paris Saint-Germain, unless on the final game, they end up losing more than 5-0 against RB Leipzig. So if Man United beat Paris Saint-Germain tomorrow and they and they avoid a five-goal defeat against RB Leipzig on the in the final game, then they will win the group. So basically, Man United win the group with a win tomorrow. If Man United draw tomorrow, they qualify for the next round of the Champions League. Even if they lose to Leipzig, PSG can only move up to 10 points and Man United have the tiebreaker against PSG. So Man United can qualify tomorrow with a point or they win the group with a win. As for Leipzig, they probably need to win out. They probably need to win their final two games. The only way they wouldn't need to win their final two games is if Manchester United beat Paris Saint-Germain. Then Leipzig will be able to go through by beating Istanbul and just drawing the final game against Manchester United. And Paris Saint-Germain, they can get through with a draw against Manchester United and by beating Istanbul, as long as Leipzig don't beat Manchester United. So it's all very, very complicated. Even after that more basic convers- uh, um, basic explanation, you probably still don't get it. We're just going to have to see how it plays out in this game. I mean, even at this point, I haven't even given a prediction on the game. Uh, my prediction for the game is going to be over 2.5 goals because you, I think you are going to see PSG going for it. I don't think you're going to want to see PSG are not going to want to be in a situation where they take a point from this game and they're relying on Manchester United to avoid a defeat against RB Leipzig. So I think we're going to see an attacking game here. PSG have scored at least twice in six of their last seven away games. Man United scored 24 goals in their last seven home European games, stretching back to last season's Europa League. And Man United have seen over 2.5 goals scored in all four 
of their Champions League games so far this season. So I think over 2.5 goals here at the price of 8 to 11 does represent some value when you're looking at the statistical data and the situation going into this game. The final game we're going to look at here is Sevilla against Chelsea. The winner of this will go on to win this group. Sevilla are the 7-4 underdogs to do so. It's 12-5 the draw and Chelsea are the 6-4 favourites. I think these two teams may cancel each other out like they did in the first game. I think we'll see under 2.5 goals here. They could even play out another nil-nil, which they did the first time round. That's available here at 14-1. to Chelsea have kept clean, uh, kept clean sheets in seven of the last nine games. Um, the Blues have played out a nil-nil draw with Spurs, United and Sevilla during that period. So they are getting nil-nil draws against these big teams as they do seem to cancel each other out. And um, defeat for either side would leave them unable to finish top. So it is a group decider. It will determine the winner of the group here. This is a one-off playoff game to win this group. And that's why I think these two teams will not want to lose it and they'll cancel each other out and we'll end up seeing a draw in this one I like the value on the draw but I especially like the value on the under here at 10 to 11 which um, gives you the security of a uh, of one of the teams nicking it here 1-0 or even 2-0 but the draw here is available at 12 to 5 and the under 2.5 here is available at 10 to 11 in this one so that concludes your Champions League match day 5 show don't forget if you want to get all of my official plays Go over to lockbetting.com and upgrade to the appropriate package. If you don't want to get the plays, if you just want to get the bonus podcast, which all close out with locks, you just need to upgrade to a podcast pack. That's just $15 a month for every single podcast I do. And that includes these Champions League and Europa League shows and the Europa League show, uh, the European show, sorry, at the weekend. So if you want to get involved and be a part of that 12 and 1 lot record, ride out those last few locks at the end of the Champions League and Europa League qualifying process, then just sign up to the podcast pack. As you're listening to this, it's probably Tuesday. So tomorrow on Wednesday is when my NFL show with Cav Manning will be out over at the Dirty Sheets. So so search Dirty Sheets podcast and check out my NFL show, which comes out on Wednesday off the back of landing a nice lock on the Giants and Bengals under last week, under 44 points cashed easily. That was my lock last week. So if you want to get all of our NFL leans, head over to the Dirty Sheets and listen to our NFL show. As for this week on the Soccer Gambling Podcast, you'll get all of your usual podcasts at the weekend, the EPL show and the Bundesliga show. And then next Monday, you'll get the final edition of the Champions League show. And uh, shortly after that, We'll be looking at the Champions League draw and we'll be moving over to the last 16. I'm hoping once this Champions League is over, once these qualifying games are over, then we'll be seeing some better performances from the teams in them because there's definitely been a correlation in the last few weeks of loads of players that played international football and are playing in the Champions League massively underperforming for their clubs, which makes handicapping very, very difficult when teams are not themselves. So hopefully when it's out of the way, we see some normality in domestic football and we see some teams playing to their level. But we'll see how that develops 
over the next few weeks and months because after next week, there is no more Champions League. So next week's Champions League show will be the final one other than when we do the futures look at the draw for the last 16. We'll be looking ahead at those and the same goes for the Europa League as well. We'll be covering that here all on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. But as I said, there'll be no Champions League after next week's show. It will be straight up domestic football. So your shows here will be Das Bundesliga show and the EPL show. And of course, if you want more European football, then there is the European show over at lockbetting.com. Lockbetting.com is the only place to go to get all of my content. That's all of my soccer content, all of my official soccer picks and all the other sports I do as well. We started four and one in college basketball and we are having a very, very strong NFL season off the back of a very, very strong NFL weekend. That concludes your Champions League show, guys. Good luck with all your bets as always. And thanks for listening. It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter, and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.